Hi everyone, welcome back to Block Shots. My name is Gautam Dhameja and in this episode we are going to continue our discussion about finality from the previous one. So, in the last episode we understood what is finality and why we need it. In this one we are going to talk about different kinds of finality. So there is probabilistic finality and there is deterministic finality. Now, what is the difference between the two? We'll have to look at different kind of blockchains. First of all, in proof of work blockchains, when nodes are competing with each other to build blocks, in such a scenario, when two blocks are built at the same time, then there are forks. And then we have to resolve these forks or reorgs to find out which one is the longest chain. And the longest chain is then eventually also called as the final chain and the finality is achieved. But the thing is, there is no other way to figure out when a block can be fully called final. Because there are unknown number of minor nodes here. We cannot just wait for confirmations from each of them. So we have to find a way to figure out what is the probability that a block will not be reverted. And that is found out by a way where it is calculated how much of the hash power is needed to revert a block. If that hash power is unrealistically high, then we can safely say that a particular block can be called final. So in Bitcoin, this is known as six blocks. So if a particular block has been created and on top of it, six more blocks have been created, which are not in any kind of fork or reorg, then that block is considered final. And that is called probabilistic finality because the probability of that block getting reverted is negligible. It will take a lot of hash power and a lot of resources to revert all of the blocks built on top of it to revert this block as well. So that is probabilistic finality. Now, the other kind of finality is called deterministic finality. How it is different is deterministic finality actually can be achieved in a deterministic amount of time with full confidence. This is mostly the case in proof of stake blockchains. Because in this case, validators, the node producing nodes, they have to stake their tokens to produce blocks. Then there is an election that is happening to find out which nodes are going to be the block producers for a period of time. So the identity of the block production nodes is already known. And that helps in getting confirmations from them, whether they consider a block to be valid and final or not. So in case of a proof of stake blockchain, the finality is achieved by doing voting on top of blocks. If majority of the nodes, like two third majority of the nodes in a network have agreed on the validity of a block and they have attested the validity of the block that yes, I have this block, I consider this to be valid, my vote is yes, this is good. And when you receive those kind of votes from two third majority of a blockchain, then you can consider that block as final. Now, the thing is, this cannot happen very quickly because these are distributed nodes across the world. They have to first receive the block, execute that block, and then vote on that block. All of this requires a lot of messages flowing around. All of this requires a lot of data flowing around on the internet and reaching these nodes and then those nodes sending data back as their attestations. So this takes some time. 
This is why we call this as deterministic finality. We can determine how much time will be needed based on the number of nodes we have in a network, how much decentralized that network is, and how many messages we are sending to know whether a block is final or not. So this is deterministic finality. I hope you found this episode insightful. I'm trying to clarify different aspects of finality in these few episodes. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next ones. Ciao. Thank you.